What's up, guys? Everything Junior Hockey coming back at your solo episode today. Uh, it's going to be strictly USPHL Premier Talk. And what we're going to get into is each division, the number of teams they have, um, if it makes sense to expand and bring a few more teams in, merge with another division, how strong that division is top to bottom, and what we'd like to see in the coming seasons with the USPHL. So we'll jump right into it. The first on the list is the Great Lakes division. So the Great Lakes division has four teams right now. And honestly, you know, a division with four teams, it must get boring to, you know, to play the same team over and over and over again. Um, I can't imagine, you know, having to see that same team, you know, every weekend or every other weekend, um, you know, with four teams in there, it's, it's, um, it's too small. And I think when I, you know, step back and look at it, you know, you're probably not going to add any more teams to the Great Lakes division in the future. So why not merge the Great Lakes with another division? And honestly, the closest division is the Midwest East. Now, the Midwest East has seven teams in it. So the Midwest East is a division that, you know, the top top two or three teams are really, really good. And then you sit in there in the middle at like, you know, four or five are good. And then six and seven, obviously, are the ones that are struggling. Um, obviously, this season, you know, we've seen lots of teams that are at the bottom of their divisions that have struggled, uh, you know, probably, you know, off seasons, you know, maybe they're in a rebuilding period. So, um, you know, we hope to see those teams climb back up. But, you know, even, you know, merging the Great Lakes with the Midwest East, right? Give you 11 teams, you know, you would be the biggest division then in the USPHL Premier. Uh, the Mid-Atlantic has 10, so obviously you'd have one more, uh, you know, than that. But I'd like to see those two, those two divisions kind of come together. I think it would make the most sense for the league, I think, from a standpoint of, you know, not having a division with only four teams in it. I, I think that, you know, it's kind of like they're on, they're on the outside looking in. They're almost like the outcast. Um, so that's one thought there. Um, then we move to the Mountain Division. Obviously, the Mountain Division has six teams. The Mountain Division is going NCDC uh, next season, which is great for the NCDC. But uh, for the USPHL Premier, obviously, from the outside, Looking in right now, you know, are we, you know, we losing a whole division, right? So we're, we're subtracting six teams from the USPHL Premier because they're going to NCDC, or is there something right now being held in the USPHL's back pocket where they're going to have a few of those mountain teams keep tier three teams? I mean, I think that almost every single team could. I think Utah could. I think Ogden could. I think Provo could. I think Idaho could. Um, th th those teams right there have the have the rinks to do it and the facilities to do it. Um, you know, the other ones I don't think so much, but I mean, the, yeah, the top ones that I think could keep, you know, both NCDC teams and USPHL Premier teams, Utah, Ogden, Idaho, Provo, 
Um, you know, there's a lot of up in the air speculation about uh, the NoCo Eagles or the, um, you know, yeah, the NoCo Eagles because the Colorado Grit in the NHL have now come into Greeley and obviously started a lease at um, that arena. So what's going to happen with NoCo? Are they going to go back to Windsor? Are they going to go back to Epic and Fort Collins where they used to be? There's up in the air about them. Um, you know, obviously the whole mountain division going NCDC, where is that NCDC team going to go? Honestly, one of the things in the back of my head is that they go to the Budweiser event center where the, uh, Colorado Eagles, AHL team plays. That would be, um, probably one of the best venues, um, you know, in, in the, in the, in the NCDC, um, you know, outside of, I know Idaho has a really nice rink. Uh, Ogden does too. I know Utah does as well, but what's going to happen with NOCO? Where do they go? Obviously head coach Steve Haddon accepted the job for the Colorado grit in the null, um, you know, earlier this season when the news broke. So what's going to happen with the mountain? Do we lose six premier teams? Do some keep them? There's a question mark there on what happens. Um, I'd love to see them be able to keep some USPHL premier teams. That way it would keep that market kind of locked down. Um, you know, the NA3 could obviously move into that market for tier three if USPHL premier teams aren't kept. So we'll see what happens there. Um, the Northwest, five teams. So again, just one above the Great Lakes. Uh, I mean, in the Northwest, obviously it's Vernal that, you know, runs away with it there, but, um, you know, you still have some other good teams like, you know, Seattle, Bellingham, um, you know, Rogue Valley is on its way up again. So what happens out there? Can, can you, can you get maybe one or two more teams into the Northwest? Can you get that number to seven, maybe even get it to eight? Um, I know that, you know, when it was the WSHL, um, they had, you know, they had a few more teams out there that uh, that they lost when it went from WSHL to USPHL. But can you get maybe two more teams? You know, get it to seven. I feel like, you know, I feel like seven and up is a good number to have. Uh, seven or less, I kind of feel like, eh, you know, it's you're a little light. Um, so what happens in the Northwest? Do we see expansion? You know, do we see them merge with another division? Obviously, they can't, you know, merge with the mountain because right now we don't know what's happening with the mountain other than the fact that all those teams are going to the NCDC. I mean, the next closest division would be the Pacific. The Pacific has seven teams, but that is a lot, a lot of travel for the Northwest teams. Uh, you know, I, I, the budgets for Northwest teams are already, you know, probably pretty, pretty big. Uh, you know, with their travel when they have to go down to the mountain division and things like that to play. Um, so what happens there? I'd like to see them add two more teams, get to seven. Um, next, the Southeast. So the Southeast has six. I think you're, you're good there. Um, you know, again, just like the Northwest, maybe adding one or two more teams, just getting that number, getting that number above six. Uh, I just think, you know, it obviously it makes it, you know, it makes it more competitive and, you know, it, it just makes the scheduling probably a little bit better for you're not going to see every single team, you know, every other weekend and things like that. You know, like when I played in the Minnesota Junior Hockey League, you know, we, we only had, 
you know, seven or eight teams in the league. And it's like, we were seeing the same team all the time. And it just like, you kind of get sick of it. Right. And it's tough for those teams to travel out to show like, you know, it's tough for them to go out to like, you know, the showcase in Las Vegas, or it's tough for them to come to the Blaine showcase in Minnesota. So it's like, it's tough for travel for those teams that are so far away. So getting one or two more teams in the division, you know, can just, help the parity right is you know tier three you know tier three and tier two it's it's all about parity right it's all about you know having teams that are all you know almost you know the same on every level so that there's not blowouts there's not you know huge gaps and standings there's not teams with you know zero to five wins like we want to keep the parity good right so that's the Southeast. I say add one or two more teams now you go down to the Florida division right so Florida has six but they added another uh, team for next season uh, in Jacksonville. So they added a premier and an elite team. And I like this move because the ownership is comprised of uh, the ECHL team that's in Jacksonville. So th this is something that I really, really like to see because I feel like when you have that backing of a minor pro team or even a pro team, I feel like it's, you know, it's going to be run right. You know, they're, they're going to bring in, the best staff, they're going to recruit really well. They already know how to run a team on, you know, on, on the big stage. Obviously, we're talking, you know, ECHL. It's not, you know, it's not the biggest and brightest stage, but still, it's a big stage. And so I like that. You know, that gets them to seven down there. It's a good number. It's a good expansion. It brings more parity down there. And honestly, too, it, it'll, it'll show a lot of other teams in the USPHL probably how to be run, right? A lot of teams in the USPHL Premier and Elite that are run really well, and then there's a lot of them that are kind of run just like, eh, like you could learn, you could learn a lot more. And honestly, a team like this that's run by these guys, people can definitely learn from it. Um, so next, we talked about the Mid Atlantic already. I brought them up because they have ten teams. I think that's perfect there. Obviously, you're at a good number. Um, you know, it, it's good parity. It, it's it's good to have. 10 teams to make scheduling a heck of a lot better. Um, so the Mid-Atlantic's good. Um, so the Midwest East, obviously we brought that up right off the top because we talked about them in the Great Lakes. The Midwest East is it has been good this season, right? The, the top teams have, you know, ha have a, a good gap on those middle teams. Those middle teams are battling it out. Um, and then obviously, you know, the lower teams are, are struggling this year. And, um, you know, you never want to see teams struggle that bad, but hopefully they can, you know, kind of rebrand and, and revamp and come back next season and, and really rebound from that. Um, so next we have the Midwest West. It's at nine teams. Obviously, it was eight before this season when they brought in the Minnesota Squatch. I think nine teams is, is great for, for the Midwest West. Um, you know, it's almost like, you know, here in Minnesota, it's like you almost have, you have one team kind of like covering almost like every, you know, major kind of section of the state, you know, like you, the Squatcher and Elk River, Elk Rivers, you know, that, that midway point between like the cities and Northern Minnesota. And then you have, you know, Coon Rapids, which is right there just out of the cities. You have Blaine, which is a hotbed, you know, with, with, uh, with Fogarty where the Moose play at and then the Blaine Super, you know, the Blaine Super Rink Center. Uh, and then as we, you know, move down, like you have the Minnesota Moose down in Augsburg um, and then, 
you know, Steele County down in Owatonna, which like right when you get into the state, boom, high, there's Owatonna. Um, and then, you know, you have Isanti, which is just a little bit away from Blaine and Coon Rapids, which Isanti, Isanti's had a team there for a very, very long time. Uh, so that's, you know, that's good as well. And then you move into Wisconsin, Hudson, boom, like they're right there, right across the river. Then you go up to the Rapids with the River Kings, and then you go out to the Dells with the Ducks. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a good mix uh, of teams that were, with, were in the Minnesota Junior Hockey League before the USPHL came in. And then obviously, um, you know, some new teams that were brought in. Um, you know, the Squatch location is, is really, really good. I, I like that move by the league to put a team in Elk River. I love where the Blue Ox are in Coon Rapids. Like, that's a great, great spot, too. Um, you know, Steel County, it's tough because they're so far away from everybody else down in Owatonna. Um, you know, it's like your, your closest game is probably, um, you know, it's, you know, it's not, it's, it's the mullets, honestly, in Augsburg, I was going to say Wisconsin teams, but definitely not the Wisconsin teams. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like this division. Obviously it's the division that you know, I, I do watch the most being in Minnesota, but I like them at, at nine teams, maybe one more to 10. I'm thinking maybe like a return to Forest Lake would be really cool to see. Um, but yeah, other than that, I can't think where else they would really drop a team. I mean, Forest Lake would be awesome. Like that, that facility up there is great. Um, when there was a team there, it was rocking. I mean, I coached, I coached up there the last year that they were in the Minnesota league and we packed the house and it's a great community, great town. So we'll see what happens there. Um, the Northeast, they have nine teams. I think they're good there. Obviously there's so, so much hockey out there when it comes to, you know, not only like USPHL, but also NCDC and EHL and prep and AAA and all that stuff. Like there's so much hockey out there. I think nine teams is perfect. Um, so I think they're good. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say add any more. I'd say keep it there. Uh, and then last but not least, the Pacific Division. They have seven, and obviously, majority of these teams in here are ones that were in the WSHL. Um, you know, Fresno at the top, winning, winning the division. You know, they were a powerhouse in the WSHL. Uh, then you have San Diego in there. You have Ontario in there. Um, you know, those three teams. We're, we're in the WSHL. Lake Tahoe was also in the WSHL, and then they went down for a little bit and then came back. Um, Long Beach had the Bombers in the WSHL. Then that team was sold to uh, a team in Canada, but now they've actually got a team there. So um, Las Vegas as well. Um, they had a team in the WSHL too. I think it was the Las Vegas Storm, I think, something like that, I think. Um, so Basically, the Pacific Division is essentially the old, you know, WSHL. Um, but I mean, these teams have proven that, you know, what, no matter what league they're in, they can still perform. I mean, Fresno at the top yet again, San Diego right there, uh, Las Vegas right there, um, you know, Lake Tahoe and Long Beach, obviously a down year, hoping to rebuild for next year. Um, at seven, maybe add one or two more. Honestly, I think you could. I mean, the tough part about the Pacific Division is that it's just so expensive out there. Like, I mean, I'm, you know, the cost of everything in, in California, so expensive. But I think maybe getting one or two more teams, you know, maybe getting one in San Jose or San Francisco or, you know, somewhere like that would be, would be cool to see. But yeah, I mean, Pacific Division. 
a good division. Obviously, there's you know the top teams are separated by quite a bit when it's you know top to bottom. Uh, in the middle there, you know they're they're close, but that's kind of my thoughts on you know the divisions in the USPHL Premier. Uh, I think that there's obviously room to grow. There's obviously room to merge things together. There's question marks too, obviously. Uh, you know, in in some obviously like with the mountain and the northwest, you know what's going to happen there. Um, but yeah, all in all, I think that there's you know everyone knocks on expansion, but here's the thing: expansion is good if it's done right, right? Like when we talk about we just want to expand and throw like you know four or five new teams in in a year, that's not the right way to do it. You know, put one out, see how it goes. If it goes really good then you know you could probably drop another one in there. Uh, if it doesn't, you know, then you kind of go back to the drawing board. But obviously we've seen how good of success the Squatch have had as an expansion team in the Midwest-West, obviously in second place. You know, we talked to two of their players on the podcast yesterday. You know, they're they're looking to make a run for, uh, for Natties, you know, with the Florida division going into next season. Expanding out in Jacksonville, what are we going to see there? Obviously the ownership behind that team is is really good so we're hoping for you know we're hoping for the best hoping for a great show um yeah that's the outlook there and then i also i did post a video today um on the tiktok page about uh, some changes that happened in the northwest so go give that um go give that a watch uh, and I appreciate it. You know, if you do, if you guys just if you jump on the page, whether you give it a follow or you like videos or uh, you share them, I appreciate all of that. Um, definitely uh, give a listen to the podcast episodes uh, as we get going here. There'll be more and more that come out. I appreciate it. You know, listen, follow, like, whatever it is on here. Um, you know, we're just getting into it. We're getting you know it's new to me, so I'm doing my best to to figure it all out. But um, I would take any suggestions on you know content that you guys want to see. Um, shoot me a message on Instagram. Shoot me a message on TikTok. Uh, I will definitely try to work it into the podcast episodes, whether it's people that you think I should have on, or it's topics you want me to talk about, or it's questions you want me to ask people that I have on. Uh, shoot it to me on Instagram or TikTok. And until next time, guys.